We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, November 14th, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, kids, fasten your seatbelts. It's the weekend preview in hockey. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, our good friend Cam Stewart, north of the border. He joins us, and believe you me, uh, there are opportunities on the wagering board, and there is a lot to discuss. Hello, Cameron. How are you, my good friend? Hey, Brian. Hanging in there, buddy. Just uh, doing pretty good. And yeah, you, you talked about this Vegas defense and it's like printing money. You know, I was doing a show last night and, uh, you know, when we were talking about hockey, a lot more people at the network are betting hockey. I say, you got to take this over in this Vegas game. Chicago is scoring. Vegas's defense is a train wreck. You're in their backyard. You get to see it. And you were telling me, yeah, I only saw parts of the game, but you said the goalies are good. There could have been 12, 13 goals in that game, but we're six and a half didn't scare us off, buddy. Buddy, there were two penalty shots. Uh, Chicago probably had four breakaways, and Crawford played like Dominic Hasek. Uh, it, it was nuts. It, it was uh, Vegas's defense is a disaster at the moment. I, I, I will say this as an overview, and, and you know, we'll, we'll come back to them. But things are about to happen. And I've said this all summer long, and dumbfounded. It, I understand why it didn't happen, but we said nothing happened on the draft floor. Well, nothing happened at free agency. Then you got through the summer months, and everybody was waiting to sign the RFAs, uh, the Kachucks and the Lineys and the Marners of the world. No trades happened then. Now the season started. Everybody's up against the cap. Now you got to make deals that are dollar for dollar. But here's what's about to happen, my good friend. I believe 
in the next two weeks, there will be three or four significant trades. It's got to happen. This is a time of the year where some team season literally is teetering on the edge. I mean, you're Carl Olenda on the on the tightrope in a 40-mile-an-hour wind, and you don't want to yep. say, put back the net. <laughs> you know? No, for and, sure. And both and, of our uh, and our teams in our backyard are there, Brian. Well, like the, the leader... The Let me Leafs, tell you. The, yeah, we'll talk about the Leafs well, against the Islanders. They were giving away money. Like, how do how, how are the Islanders only barely a pick'em against Toronto? I'm a fan, and I'm like, that line should have been a buck forty, a buck forty-five. New York Islanders. There. Listen, I'm telling you, the Leafs, and they've got a gauntlet of a schedule coming up, and Marner's out. Uh, the Leafs are in free fall. The Penguins, Crosby is out for six weeks. The Sabres have lost five in a row and have a surplus of defensemen. Vegas has got to fix their defense. San Jose's start's been a disaster. There, there are going to be deals, and it's going to start, Cam, any day. I, I, I believe that because you, you can play yourself out of the playoffs by Thanksgiving, and I think teams realize I can't wait anymore. So there's going to be a bunch of desperate teams out there. And I'm, I'm talking some significant deals, some name guys who go, whoa, I didn't see that coming. I think it's going to happen. No, I agree 100%. There's a lot of veterans out there. And you look at it, right? Teams are looking to get younger. Teams that are not in contention with good blue liners, they're ready to make a deal. I agree with you 100%. Vegas needs blue line help. The Leafs need blue line help. Great call by you. Buffalo's got a lot, a plethora of defensemen, young team. They need to get uh, probably more scoring, right, Brian? Like it's one of those things. Like I agree with you 100. percent And it's been crazy. These teams that got off to great starts, aka the Sabers, they're struggling. Carolina was struggling. They finally got a win. Yeah, it's been topsy turvy. You talked about it in the other podcast. You can't have a four or five game slide. You go from tops to like middle bottom because that's the thing. You get you are to out. You get you get points for regulation. That's the thing. You get a point in regulation. The shootout. The way the NHL is structured, it is structured for teams to survive. And if you don't get that one point, if you keep on popping up zeros, you're done. You're doomed, and you're gonna get reality is gonna hit you and punch you right in the face, Brian. You know that. And you know what? People would laugh at this. I mean, there's so much hockey left to be played. I will. But it's true though. Let's go to the games tonight, and I will tell you right now. Carolina's at Buffalo. Carolina is, imagine this. This is a team that came out of the gate and five games ago, they've lost five in a row. They were first overall in the league. And now Carolina is a $1.40 favorite in Buffalo. And Carolina is, and these two teams are basically right there. And if you wanted to plot this out to April, it's basically Carolina, Buffalo, uh, Carolina and Buffalo are, Teams that are going to be fighting each other to get in. This is a huge game. It is, Brian. And I'll tell you something. A couple of my books, like I got 145 Carolina, too. I got off the board. So there's something going on here. Um, by the Johansson time is out. Go. Marcus Johansson is out. Yeah. I mean, which hurts. And oh, by the way, as a result of this, I, and here's why I'm guaranteeing you that these trades are coming. They, they have shuffled the line. Uh, and I think Colin Miller's being scratched tonight on defense. Because I believe Scandella is coming back from injury, and Scandella is one of the guys whose name was out there that a deal was going to happen, and now they're in a five-game skid because Scandella got hurt. So they're getting him back in the lineup to showcase him, and believe me, it all leads to a deal. Um, But the the line shall be Buffalo's offense, they can't shoot it in the ocean, and they are so soft. I'm so pissed at, at what happened over in Stockholm against the Lightning uh, Kucherov, Submarine, Saboka, and nobody did anything about yep. it. Saboka's out for six weeks. 
Then Eichel got boarded from behind. He gets up and pushes the guy in the chest. And it takes five seconds later, Sam Reinhardt jumps the guy. I mean, if Eichel's not going to stand there and just come up and put the stick in the guy's face or punch him in the mouth and defend himself, everybody around the league sees this goes, okay, we know what to do now. Uh, you know, you, you, great can't point. Be, you can't be a wallflower. No, that's the thing. You're going to mess with your stars. You're going to get messed up. That's the way I look at it. You touch my guy like that. Eichel's the key for Buffalo. You can't, you can't be, you can't be uh, hitting him from behind. You can't be doing those things. And that's the problem. Buffalo has a lot of good skilled players, but who's going to step up there and punch some guy in the face. That's the one thing you still need that grit. That's why Washington's scary, Brian, because these, and I, I bring up his name a lot on the podcast, but the, like a Tom Wilson, that's a guy I want on my team. I know he's crazy, but he'll hit you. He'll score. He'll get points. And if anybody even touches Ovechkin or any other guy on that team, he'll put him through the wall. And that's what you, t you still need those type of guys. I understand it's a faster game, but you could still get tough guys who know how to play the game. And Buffalo, they got a lot of guys who are good goal scorers. They're a little bit soft, like the Leafs. They're very similar. They're not tough enough. Now, in terms of what's on the board, I, and I think maybe this is factored into it, a degree but probably not if you look tampa bay is laying 270 to the rangers crazy buffalo buffalo and tampa bay this is their first back in north america they've only played two games in two weeks and now you're you, you know i don't know i think i did tampa bay is no great shakes i got the total Team's a little bit rusty that could that uh, could lead to power plays at six i and don't half. know i i mean i I, the Rangers, little, Brian, before these guys went to Europe, the Rangers beat Tampa Bay. I'm saying take a one. little yeah. swing with Tampa plus 235. Yeah, you mean the uh, Rangers. You like the Rangers plus sorry, 235. Take, take, yeah, take yeah, a, yeah. Swing with the Rangers. I agree. I, mean, I, I think it's worth back, a look. These, these guys got to get reacclimated. They do. It's. I, I also think on the way back, people are going to think, oh, you know, what, what are we going to do? Play defensive game? Think about it. Getting acclimated back there. The Rangers have been playing at the NHL level at full pace. Tampa Bay, a more talented team than them, but they're still not ready. I think there could be penalties in this game. It's going to be very different for them. Six and a half looks like a high number. The last time they played, it was a nut under, Brian, but uh, I, I, I got to believe there's going to be goals in this game and some sloppy play. I would take the over six and a half in Rangers Lightning. All right. Here we go. I believe... This is definitely on my card. Yep. And it's really close to being the best bet for me tonight. And this is going to sound nuts. But Vegas just came home. First game from a four-game four road trip. They've done this four times uh, now. And they got pumped every time. They lost to Chicago last night. They came home from an Eastern road swing on Nevada Day, an afternoon game. Lost 6-1 to Colorado. The first game home from a long road trip is a train wreck for these guys. Winnipeg is starting a road trip. Florida is coming home from a road trip off one of the biggest wins you could ever have, rallying from 4 nothing down to beat Boston. Hey, everybody, look at us. I'm telling you, I'm all in on Winnipeg tonight, plus 150. I've learned the Florida Panthers are a better, better pooch than a favorite. I'm with you. I think Winnipeg, uh, I like the price. I'm getting 45, 50 cents on my other book. I like. I think that's a real sweet price, Brian. What do you do with these Florida games at six and a half? Usually you touch the total in these games. You like the over? I know you like to dance with the over with the Panthers because they don't play any defense and they like to score goals. I would lean, it would be over or nothing, but... You like uh, Winnipeg the side more. I agree. I like the side more. And Good you know price. me, I'm a total guy. And uh, Winnipeg, you know. and I'm a side guy. And Winnipeg, and you know Winnipeg, they've really toned it down. At the start of the year, this team played to overs. They had no defense. They had American Hockey League guys back there. Uh, 
uh, Paul Maurice and the coaching staff made a commitment to defense, an overcommitment to defense, and they were playing two to one games, three to two games, and it still maintained itself. I got to give that staff a lot of credit. Winnipeg's been one of those teams. They've lost tons of talent. Buffalo's not even there, but I'm with you. I like the side at plus 145 more than the total. I lean over, but I'll take the Jets at plus 145. I'm reading your mail. All right, kid. And how about this? Here's another one. This is definitely on the card. And you know what? The more I think about it, I'm doing it. It's a it's Arizona. A, it's oh. a parlay. You got Minnesota first game home from a four yep. game road trip. It's the same angle. They played yep. each other. I had the over when they played each other in Arizona. Minnesota's turned into a dead over team. I got Arizona pick and over five and a half and you're getting plus money on the over. Craziness. I, I, this is one thing. I, I'm surprised the sports books haven't figured it out. We bet hockey every night. You said it. Minnesota's not the old two to one, one to nothing wild. They score goals. Remember the Dallas game, Brian, when they were winning like three, four, nothing. Boom. Dallas scores six goals. Like Minnesota is playing pond hockey all of a sudden. They got their defense is lax. They get inconsistent goaltending with Dubnik and Staylock. Yeah, they're, they're not the old Minnesota wild that used to play those real defensive boring hockey games. They're just uh, five and a half, too. You want to leave a five and a half on the board? We got to take it. I'm with you. Oh, give me the Coyotes at plus money and the over at plus money. We'll do the Arizona two-step. Edmonton is $1.35 at home to Colorado, the total six. There's a couple of things here, Cam. Talk about uh, sad uh, and this is the nature of the beast. You know me. I've talked about this. It's it's an ATM machine, and that's the dad's trip. Well, Edmonton, I get a call. I do my weekday radio show Monday through Friday. Monday morning, I get in. I do the first hour, about to start the hockey show, and the receptionist at the radio station says, uh, there's some guy on the phone. He's like, you got to talk to him. I go, well, no, no. He says, you got to talk to him before you go. I go, oh, this ought to be great. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, what what the hell is this? So I answered a thing and the guy goes, Hi, is this Brian? I go, Yeah, hi, yeah, hello. And I'm like, Oh god, what's He goes, My name is Dave in San Diego. He yeah. goes, I I listen to you every day. I just want you to know he's I had no way of getting a hold of you. I ended up giving the guy my phone number. Nice. He goes, I had no way of getting a hold of you over the weekend. He says, But Edmonton their moms are on the trip with them, and they beat Anaheim 6-2 on true. Saturday. And, yep. of course, the second game, uh, then you get in, and they, they got pumped. But, and I'm not a big fan of the moms' the, uh, trip is the dads. Moms are way more forgiving of a bad loss. Yeah, that's a good point, too. <laughs> uh, the, the dads' trip is the gold mine. But, but believe me, these things are going to start to cycle out. That's uh, just a, a quick footnote. Uh, but Edmonton's back home from the mommy trip. But you know what? Colorado's a mass unit, but this McKinnon is unbelievable. Uh, tell, you know, he, you, he, just, he just puts the team on his shoulders. Hey, I'm listen, it's not a contest for me. Forget the points. The guy's the MVP. Yeah, he's he's got he he has to take a whole team on his back. Two of their other guys, Landis, Gog, Rantanen, like, are you kidding me? These are star players that are out. He has to take, and he took the team on his back before. He was the reason they knocked out Calgary in that playoff series and should have beat, hey, they could have beat San Jose if not for a couple of crappy well, him calls. And, I'm telling you, honestly, call and all the him, other BS yeah, him, that went against these guys. So Him and, him and McCarr. Him and Kale McCarr. Oh, yeah, win McCarr you is awesome. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I got to tell you something, too. I'm looking at Colorado at plus 105. Edmonton was good to me. We took them against the Devils. You're right. We had them that Sunday night. 
after football. I remember I took them against Anaheim as a pooch. But I got to tell you, I don't lay 25 cents. I don't like laying Edmonton on a price. I prefer them another team. I like them as a dog, not a favorite. Who knows what they're going to do back home. I would look at Colorado in this game. And Colorado's starting to score goals, Brian. The over might be worth a look at six. I know we're basically we're going to the deli again. I think a lot of overs tonight um, for the salami. It looks like we're there's going to be goals, 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 and more goals tonight. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net. I'm not going anywhere near this one. Dallas at Vancouver Canucks land a dollar fifty five. Dallas is playing good hockey right now. What is Do going it. on? Vancouver is Vancouver, right? I mean, they, they, oh my like, god, Dallas. they look great and they're so fast in transition, you know. And and then they they do this all the time. Yeah, they win two, they lose three. They, they, they I don't. You lose the jersey at home. I mean, if you want, if you want to be a player, you can't lose those kind of games. That's the thing. They're flaky, and uh, you know, Vancouver. You expect a lot from. Them. Look at look what Dallas did to Calgary last night, Brian. What are they doing? They're playing playoff hockey that's working all of a sudden, getting a lead and choking you like a python. That's what they did. Three one victory over the Flames. I I'm telling you, it's hard to go back to a team back to back as dogs. But I was on Dallas last night in the under. Actually, hit both there. It was beautiful. Um, I, I don't know why I put Vegas in a parlay because I had the over. That was stupid. I should have taken Chicago. I would have won a lot of money last night. But I'll tell you, Brian, I like Dallas again. You can't be laying 50 cents with Vancouver. I'll tell you that. It's either Dallas or nothing on that game. All right. And, you not agree? I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't trust. I, I don't just trust don't trust the Canucks at 50 cents. I don't trust the Canucks. No. I mean, I, I'm staying away. Um, because the, the, you watch them in transition. I mean, the game against the Sharks, they look great. Yeah. And then they'll turn a around. A lot of teams. A lot of teams look good against the Sharks, though, buddy. That's. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was against the Preds. Yeah, against, against the Predators. The Preds. You're right. You're, yeah. Oh, but by, by the way, kid, I was just going to say uh, my my misspeak there. I mean, it was against the Preds. Speaking of the Sharks, uh, they're at Anaheim tonight. The game's quick. The total on the game is six. The Sharks is a dysfunctional mess, but I don't know what it was. Something triggered this, and I'm just telling you because of where you reside. You know, Edmonton, Edmonton, Arizona, Vancouver are the top three in the Pacific. Please give me a break. Yeah, I think I think I think Arizona can continue on. Uh, outside Edmonton. chance for Edmonton. Vancouver oh, yeah. will drop. Yep. Flames are I don't know. Flaky. Golden Knights are gonna go. The, the Golden Knights will make the playoffs. They got to fix their defense. Anaheim, eh. Kings are toast. Now the Sharks, it's it's ugly, but they've won four in a row, and they're still way back. San Jose is going to make the playoffs. I don't, I don't, you know, I got people say, oh, you were dead wrong. And they go, San Jose. I don't go, nah. They, they, there's just way too much talent there. If you can throw Carlson and Burns out there every night, uh, I don't, there's a, a lot of goofball stuff going on there, but the Sharks are on a heater right now. They've won four in a row. How do you take Anaheim, even at home? You know, uh, Edmonton took them out to the woodshed. We're getting a pick em price. I see 10 cents either way. Straight well, hey, Kim, honestly, well, I, like, I, I mean, mean streaks, streaks end, right? They do. Okay. Look at the Islanders' streak. It went to, what did it go to? Honestly, they really didn't lose. They lost the game in a shootout, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But but Anaheim's lost four. San Jose's won four. And the game's a pick? I know. I know. It's scary, Brian. But you know what? What, 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 You tell me. When you look at both of these teams, the Sharks are still better than Anaheim. Yes. Gibson's better in net, but 
He can't carry that team on his back. He's anymore. worn out. He is worn out. The good the guitar needs new strings. Gibson, yes. Give me the SJ Sharky. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I'm with you. I think the Sharks, and they understand. This is our opportunity. Teams are failing. They got to make up points. They got to go on a heater. I like SJ Sharky at a, at a pick and price, Brian. I'm with you. The Sharks will make the card. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you do with this? Kings and oh, dollar. Kings, so. kings and wings? I don't <laughs> Kings and wings. I like oh it. Oh, my God. Kings and wings. I don't even know what to do with this game. I kind of like Detroit, to be honest with you. Plus, uh, I, I, If anything, when you get two bad teams, you take the dog. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the board tonight. You can make a case for, like, Carolina, Buffalo, it's off the board. You made a case for the Rangers. We like the Jets. We like the Coyotes. Eileen, Colorado against Edmonton. I told you, Dallas, sure, they might not win, but they're plus 130. The Sharks. To me, Brian, we like almost every visiting team, except uh, the Carolina Buffalo game, and they're all do- like it's a it's a it's a it's a pooch kennel tonight. We're the dog catchers, buddy. These dogs yeah. are loose, and we're catching them because I almost think this is one of the nights you know where people go. I'm betting every over in the NBA or every under. Like it looks like in hockey, you want to almost take every dog, and you'll make money. That's the way I look at tonight's. All right, let's look at Saturday, and yeah. there are a lot of day games. Uh, you, you, so you're getting some, and matinee games can be goofy. They uh, sure are. A lot of dogs and unders in matinee games, I've realized. Uh, it's one of those things this year, like a lot of two-to-one weird stuff happens, a lot of dogs, uh, home teams, and also visiting teams, Brian. Yeah, these matinee games are very, very, they're dangerous. Like, be careful. If you really love a game, lower your units with these matinee games because they are goofy. You're right, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Oh, my God, 4 o'clock. I know. 4 o'clock uh, party. All right, I will just of, of the day games, and I I I am telling you I'm I'm looking at this Vegas. Uh, yeah, listen, this is they're going to murder the Kings. It's like they, murder. Well, yeah, but listen, like six they, three they, murder. They, they they lose to Detroit. They went one two and one on a road trip. Lose to Detroit uh, in the final thirty seconds. Come home and get it, it, it was just they're a mess in their own end. The trade they've got to fix up and shore up their defense. It's it's a disaster and. But they've got a boatload of skill, and Crawford was great. They could, they literally, Vegas could have scored six goals. I'm telling you, this team is it's it's all been lollipops and rainbows, and follow the yellow brick road, and everybody clicking their little red shoes, and you know, for two and a half years here, and they're facing adversity, and you know, people here think, oh, they're oh they're yeah they they're gonna win the cup. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 really? Uh, that's what Tampa Bay was saying last year. It don't work that way. No, you want to get in the playoffs and be in the discussion? Yes. And I think these guys got their money, and they read the press clippings. And you know what? Hockey, I don't care. If you don't bring it, the worst team in the league can beat you. This yeah. is a lunch-pale sport. Look at, the, look at Detroit. Look at Detroit beating Vegas. You, you said it. Like, Look at these teams, man. You said it is like no other game in football. You can kind of figure it out and eke out a win or squeeze it out. Hockey, totally different, man. When you don't show up, bottom feeders will beat you down. I'm exact. I agree with you 100%, man. So, that being said, Vegas is this is a, this team, the coach, uh, you know, he's, he's coddled these guys and, you know, yeah. we're not there behind closed doors, uh, but I'm telling you, Gallant's a fiery dude. He is. And, and you know what? It's high time. And you know what? I will say this. People around here, uh, uh, George McPhee's He's been saying this for two years, and I, I just, I destroy this on the radio here. I'm like the Antichrist here. 
you're like me up here, Brian. That's what I, I, no, I, people I, don't I, like the truth. I ripped the leaf. That guy's uh, threatening to kill me. It's like but, slow down, brother. But, but here, down. here, here, Cam, you you probably haven't you haven't heard this. And I I'll guarantee. I bet you I can almost guarantee you what you will say is what I've been saying for two years, and because I it's a joke. But the running line here is. We don't have a captain. We have 23 captains. Uh, <laughs> and I absolutely, I go, are you kidding me? You, you don't have 23 captains. Ten of those guys would go and in, in hunker down in a fetal position in a closet and suck their thumb if you said, I'm going to make you the captain. And by the way, there's only, we went and looked at this, and one of the reasons was World War II. It was like there were only twice as a team won the Stanley Cup since 1945 without a captain. It's and a they're, acting like, they're <laughs> acting like it's not important. Yeah, I, go, no, like, yeah. I go, are you guys insane? Look at the Leafs and all the stuff, even for the A and all. Look, I like, yeah, no, it's a nightmare. Trust me. Well, listen to me. Mark Stone, yeah. you've made your bed, right? You've made your bed here. You sign this guy, yeah. nine and a half million for eight years. It's his team now. I agree. The lollipops and rainbows are over. Okay, this is what you are moving forward. What the hell are you waiting for? Put a C on this guy's shoulder. It's going to make him play harder, and there's got to be a voice in the room. And when you're going through a skid like they're going through now, and they don't have a captain, and they don't think this is important, they're sniffing glue. It's insanity. So anyway... I, I've got to believe this is a furious, pissed-off hockey team. Flurry's breaking sticks. He's the nicest guy in the world. He's making. Right, he's getting hung out to dry by his defense. Now I'm telling. I'm telling you that they're going to kill a team when they're a disaster in their own end. You know they play a simpler game on the road. They come home and uh, you know it's this big yeah person, big production, big production, and the whole thing. And these guys are doing cross ice passes and stretch passes, and then they go on the road and they dump it in, and you go and you win hockey. And they murder. They're going to murder the Kings. They're I agree. Gonna, I'm t- I'm t- and they they own the Kings. They're going to murder the Kings. And uh, but Vegas is playing so bad, they'll probably be a dollar forty on the. I'm guessing be about a dollar forty. Maybe as high as a dollar. I think it'll be a dollar fifty-five. Okay, people uh, are stupid. But right. I'll smash them but, on the puck. We're going to take the puck line. There'll be parlays everywhere. The puck line. They will be plus a dollar seventy. Yep. Uh, if 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 Vegas does not take these guys to the woodshed, the trade happens Monday. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. What I'm doing with that game? Alternate puck line. I'll probably do a, a bet, Brian. Vegas, uh, Vegas parlayed money line minus one and a half. Minus two and a half, and maybe even up to minus three and a half at crazy odds. They're going to beat the Kings like seven to three. They're going to murder these guys. Absolutely kill them. If they're right. motivated, they'll they'll kill these guys. All right, and we wrap it up with yep. this one. I just gave you my backyard. Give me your backyard. This Toronto soap opera. And it's a nightmare. It's the same as Vegas. The problem is Toronto doesn't have the success Vegas had a couple of years in the league. These guys go on the, against the Islanders. They go down five to two. They come back. They lose five to four. Babcock, are these players listening? He basically called them out and said, Ovechkin's right about you, turkeys. You're wrong. Uh, did, are they listening? No. Marner's gone for four weeks. Matthews, you know, despite being a great goal scorer, I don't think he's a leader. I think he's too young. The defense is horrible. Basically, American Hockey League guys, they're calling guys up. They can't get it done. Freddie Anderson's overworked. They had a backup goalie in Michael Hutchison who led in the first three shots against the Blackhawks who got dumped. There's bigger problems in Toronto than Vegas. They will eventually figure it out, but this is time for John Tavares. He's the captain of this team to, to say, hey, 
We're going to take this team on my back. They showed a little bit of guts against the Islanders, still fell short, but they cannot continue to play like this. And I'll tell you, Brian, Anderson can't play every night and for these guys to win, but he's the only chance they have. If they put in a backup goalie with that defense, they're toast because their defense is horrible. That's the thing. They need him to play every night. And here's why I'm telling you that these trades, like, and I, I put a thing out on Twitter saying that the Sabres have to make the trade today. You know, yeah. you, can't, you can't wait because the Leafs are in free fall. Crosby is hurt. Hurt. Yep. And other teams are on a dead heater. So you, the season is unraveling uh, uh, for teams at, right now. And I'm just telling you this. We know how good the Leafs can be. Yeah, they can be. But they've lost three in a row. Marner is out. And they have Boston at Pittsburgh, at Vegas, at Arizona, at Colorado. This team could play themselves out. Yeah, and I could, mean this. As good they as they can. They might win one of those games, Brian. They might win one of those. They could end up, and you know what happens, Cam. If you're 8-10 back, you make that big push, you get close, and you fall just short. Yeah. This is no joke. This is a Toronto team. At the beginning of the season, everybody said, oh, just pencil it in. Yeah. Tampa Bay uh, and, and Toronto, Toronto and Boston. Boston. Top three. I got news for you. Tampa Bay ain't no great shakes either, but you know they'll figure it out. This Toronto thing, they better be careful. I think right now, and then, oh, by the way, if indeed they are going through this gauntlet and it doesn't go well, then they come back. This is why I'm saying the Sabres have to make the trade today because on November uh, 29th and 30th, the Sabres and Leafs play yeah. a home-and-home. And, home. and I'm right. telling you, these two teams, the, the, the issue for April could be decided in the next two weeks. That's how important what's going on is right now. And the GM's got to wake up and realize this. To see it, it's now. You, I mean, your season could be determined right now. And, what about, and you said about Pittsburgh, Crosby. We don't know if he doesn't. Here's the deal: if he takes that surgery, he's down. He's out four, probably six. No, he's out right? six. He's, he's out, out procedure. Yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. six. So oh, okay, so he's out six. Okay, so oh god, yes, oh, right? God. Yes, that's right. I thought they were gonna. T Sorry, Brian. I thought they were gonna try to milk it till the end of the year. No, and then, yeah, but it, 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 when, he went, he went the, yeah. when he went off the when he went off the ice, said yeah. day to day, and they said yeah. the minute they said it's a core issue. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like our sports hernia. Like good luck. This is uh, it's serious stuff, right? So and, and, and honestly, he may come back, but he may not be the same too. Yeah, that's but a, I, but that's a, they're, they're also doing it for precaution because they say, hey, this guy could play with this type of thing. The problem is if it uh, if he gets hurt again, he could be totally done. So they did it say, saying, you know what? We'd rather have the guy out six with a chance to come back and do something. But yeah, so Pittsburgh, Toronto, they, all right, all right, crazy Boston's, they, Boston, Boston's long gone, right? Are, yeah. they're, they're Boston's gonna be fine. in good shape and uh, Washington's watching the East and laughing. Boston's too. lost four in a row. Are you worried Boston, about Boston? No, Boston's fine. Uh, Montreal Boston is fine. gritty and keeps coming back. But I'm telling you, Montreal, Florida, Toronto, Buffalo, Tampa, this Atlantic division, I mean, that's the nuts right there yeah. in, in terms of getting in the playoffs. And you can't see you. I said, how many times? I said this to you, praying it wouldn't be the Sabres, and it was. But I said this to you two weeks when we did this. You have one four or five game winning or losing streak, and, you, and we said it at the beginning. You either fly up the ladder or you go off a cliff, and 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 you right now, 
There are four teams yeah. that have to make a decision. What yeah. is their season? And and make the deals they need to make. Make them now. Trade deadline's too late. Yeah, it is too late. And Brian, I got to tell you, I know we didn't we didn't really get into this in full. I think it's ridiculous. Like you as like even though you're Vegas now, the Sabers were your team. I think it's nuts sending these teams to to Europe. Like, how did that work All out right. for Buffalo? Like, it's it's actually unfair. It's Golden ridiculous. Knights owner. It, it's, not like an NFL, it's not like an NFL game where you go to you, you, one game, you go there, you come back. These guys played two games in Europe, for God's sakes. It wasn't even England. You go to you go to Sweden. Then you got to come back, get acclimated to North America. These other didn't have to deal. It's a damn nightmare. And hey, it's, also, it's also competitive imbalance. It's, it's, I, I don't want to bitch and complain, but it's Think not fair. Cam. It's well, not fair. It, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's I mean, actually, it, it is dumb. It, it's dumb. Do it in I mean, the exhibition. Yeah, or at the beginning, the first two games of the year. And then yes. That, right? yes. Because the Sabres had to play 12 games in 23 days to go there. Yes. Right? Now they're coming back. They are playing 10 games in the last 17 games in November to catch up. Yeah. I mean, hey, Brian, how, do you, how do you survive that? Just an update, Brian, before we close it out, too. That uh, I, on my books, the Carolina game is back on the board, but it went from a buck 50 to a buck 30. So. Sabres uh, plus 110 there. Total six. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. I don't know what's going on with Carolina. I know Johansson's out, and I think Miller's out. But, I, I you know, yes. Johansson's actually an important piece. But Something's on going on with Carolina for them to drop 20 cents, too. So we'll see, we'll see what's going on. Anyway, you're absolutely right, man. I, I, that's the thing. I, I don't think it's right. And it's not fair to a team like Buffalo, too, Brian. I, and I'm a Leaf fan, but I sympathize with you. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Sabre hater or whatever like some of these other idiots are. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think it's ridiculous. This is a young team. They're building something, and then you send them halfway across the world for them to play a, to play a, a series in front of people, not even NHL fans in these countries against Tampa Bay, and then you got to come back. Get bent. It's stupid. <laughs> That's what I say. Get bent. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen. That was fun today. We were passionate. That's what this sport does for you. Yeah, but it's, it it's like it's like, you know, you gotta be it's able angry. to see the forest through the trees. Correct. I mean, yeah. I, you know, honestly, and I just I just say this stuff because I it sucks being old, but the one thing that's good about being old is you You learn. <laughs> you learn. Yeah, and exactly. For for uh for you know a month ago, I'm going this Vegas defense. Something's wrong. As is, don't be fooled when they come home and beat Winnipeg and Montreal because they got them off back to back days, and they did. And they blew both <laughs> games. I I said, I, and then then they go on the road, and it's it's the same. Oh, they were lucky to beat Columbus. And you guys can't. You can't be losing to a Chicago Blackhawks team. No, but, but I mean, but, but, what, but the funny thing is though, they they try to you know. They, I understand when you know players say you know. You, you, how you say things, you know, they say what they want to say, and it's coach speak, and it's generic stuff. And I'm sitting there, so they come back from the road trip, and I'm, I, I'm talking to Mark Stone, and I go, you know, it, you, you, it, the thing is, it's not unique to you guys. All teams do this. I just, you go on the road, you play a smart, simpler game, and you dump it in, and yeah. then you come home, and you try to wow the fans. I mean, yeah. are, you, are, are you guys too fancy? And he goes, no, I don't think that's it. Blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, you know, okay, and, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, he's a nice guy. He's talking. He's, yeah. But he's saying, no, that's not it. Well, then they go on the road trip, and they lose into the, they lose, uh, they get killed by Washington. Uh, they lose to Detroit. And then, now the last two and a half games. Uh, fancy. <laughs> no, after the games, March or so, and this one, uh, yeah, we, we got to play a simpler game. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we we got to, you know, we just got to play a north-south game. And I'm going, 
Yeah, I said it a month ago. You, you, you guys, you tell me, you, you guys don't know that. Yeah, like, you know they, what I mean? I'm like, like, don't overthink this stuff. They live, you know, you know, I'm talking about vase with the stretch pass and the this. You know, dump it in and go get the one. My, don't get me started, kid. If you watch ever, I'll ruin your life. The, the 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 rest of your life watching <laughs> hockey, you'll think of me. I, I'm you, I've been saying this for five years. It's the most asinine thing. That, who, how this game has changed. There's two things now. When you watch a hockey game, and we, we could do this all day. Let's get this. We over. could. Yeah. Right? But when you watch a power play, and I'm like, they, Vegas did it last night. And it worked. And they, and they get the one kid sits next to me. See? And I'm going, yeah, it'll work. And then that 99 times down the road again. But then they do the drop pass on the power play. And the, and the guy skates one on four into oh, people. so stupid. And they waste a minute of a I power know. play, and then they go, well, let's dump it in. I got to tell you, I'm so sick and tired of watching power plays, too, with these oh. guys dicking it around back and forth. It's quite it in. Just shoot the damn puck when there's traffic well, in front of it. I knew, I I knew this when I was five years old playing Timbits but hockey. Watch, shoot the puck. But it watch every back. game, Cam. Oh, the drop God. pass. They're coming in. And, and everybody's coming up. And they do, the, they do the drop pass. What happens? The defense laughs at them. Yeah, they, all, they stand up four strong at the blue line. All the guys that were coming up with momentum stop, stop. and one guy skates into them. It's the stupidest play. Yeah, and stupid. every team does it. And the other one, and let's end it with this. This game has changed so dramatically. And I'm telling you, you know what it is? It's some analytics idiot that has put this into the game. Watch power plays now. Every team, they play a box, the penalty kill, okay? And the premise, I guess, is they've got five goalies out there trying to take away shot lanes or whatever. Yep, yep. But you watch now. When did this start? A guy is literally behind the defenseman in the goalie's face. It's ridiculous. Standing yeah, there. I love, it's the, it's that's the what, that's, one time the referee's going to let you do something about exactly. You know, go pull chop the guy. Who decided? It's, it's got to be Cam and analytics thing. It's the stupidest damn thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and they so all cool. do it. No, it's nuts, Brian. The, the, the whole goal is to make make sure the goaltender can't see the puck. I could barely get out of bed for how many hacks I used to take when I when I when I played hockey and the guy's using my back like he's he's chopping down a tree, right? Like that's the thing. You can't do and that's the thing. The game has changed. As a defenseman, you can't really do that to that guy anymore. It's just it's too fancy. It's too stupid. And you watch playoff hockey, Brian, everything that we talk about, I don't want to sound like we're old, but we're right. We and, are, uh, and we are right. Simple <laughs> we're old goals, and, we're old simple and right. goals, deflection, <laughs> simple goals. We're right. You know this pretty stuff. It'll work once in a while. Don't get me wrong. It lo it looks great, good for highlights. But the bottom line is traffic. Shoot the damn puck. And from a blue liner, you don't have to take a damn slap shot that's going to deflect down the ice and put it back in your own net. Just nice. Put put it on target. Get a guy in front. It's not rocket science. Hockey. They make it rocket science. You're right. The analytics guys make it rocket science. It's a very very simple game. They make it different. Uh, Take the, the dogs tonight. Take the the dogs. game last night, I was sitting with Bruce Marshall, uh, and we're, we're watching the game, and I'm going, you know what? This is entertaining, and it's exciting. Yep. I said, but both of these coaches are going to go back in the room after and the first period and, and play Russian roulette with five yep. bullets. Exactly. It, it's like it was a five-on-five -five game, Cam, that literally the way it was played, there were more chances in, the five, in that five-on-five -five game 
and you know what a gong show three-on-three is? Exactly. That game was played like it was three-on-three. The goalies were hung out the dry. And coaches, they'll lose their minds when they see stuff like that. (laughs) We could could go all day long. All right, Pally, that's fun. We'll do it again next week. Uh, Good luck on frozen water, folks. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, BetChrisCanada.net. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.